0: This is Cliffcentral.com. Powerful thing. I mean it's got a
1: lot of firepower. If you can figure out a way to wrestle that fear to push you from behind rather than stand in front of you,
2: that's very powerful.
0: Multiplying leadership, moving society, the millennial way. But
3: you don't want to end up going after goals and dreams and neglect yourself.
0: Welcome to the Youth Leadership Platform with your host, Bongani Tao. 12, 11, 10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. All engine running.
3: Ripped off. We See, old off. friend, I brought more soldiers than you did. Youth
4: Leadership Platform. Platform.
0: Alright, uh, welcome to another exciting episode of the Youth Leadership Platform And as per usual, you're chilling with your host, Bongani Tao And it's at Simply Bongani, across all social media platforms um, It's it's quite a, a challenging period in time um, in, in, in South Africa and the rest of the world really um, Issues around safety, um, especially for women it being Women's Month and a month where we're supposed to be celebrating excellence and a lot of women thriving uh, within different industries. I mean, coming from a place where patriarchy dictated that um, women uh, can't be equal uh, to men. But, you know, the strides that have been made, uh, the use of social media, the use of all media platforms um, that has uh, cultivated the change to... Women rising um, to power should have been the focus of discussion, should have been the focus of um, a lot of conversations in the world. But instead, um, women are dying um, and being raped and committing suicide. And it's, it's, it's very, it's weighing heavy, um, on society. It's weighing heavy on the rest of the world. Um, and I guess as the youth leadership platform would like to show, um, our solidarity, uh, with, um, all parties involved and parties affected by what's going on. But on a lighter note, uh, we bring you distinguished, accomplished, uh, women today in studio and, Obviously, um, Youth Leadership Platform style, <laughs> we always look for the best of the best um, of the best. And today we're joined by 26-year-old um Renelwe Maleka, uh, who's going to tell us a bit about uh, her history, but just to give you an idea of the caliber of women that i'm sitting across from in the studio today she is an admitted attorney working as a second year commercial um, associated one of the biggest um law firms uh, in and around uh Sentin. she's got a ba in law uh, llb degree from the university of pretoria and a certificate of Okay, let me get this right. Securitization from the University of Cape Town, right? Um, that's the woman to my left. Well, di- diagonally, um, to my left. And then to my right, I have, um, Jean, um, I do do not want to to butcher the surname, so I'll leave it for now and she'll tell us. um, (laughs) (laughs) She is the country director of We Connect International um, and she continues to sit on the board of the Junior Achievement um, Africa. And has been chair since November 2016, and she's also. So this is from a, an African point of view, but from a worldwide point of view as well. She sits um, um, on the chair um, of the Junior Achievement Worldwide Board. No, yeah. Guys, I'm, it's. I'm not
3: the chair, but I sit on the board.
0: You sit on the board. <laughs> 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 if you can come close to to to, to okay. your mic, there. Okay. Mm-hmm. There we go. Awesome, right. yeah. yeah. Um, and she she has set up her own consultancy uh, practice as well uh, called Win Win um, Africa Solutions, which utilizes basically her extensive knowledge that she has gained in her ten years in in the African mining sector. Ladies welcome to the Youth Leadership Platform. Thank you for taking the time out from such busy 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 schedules <laughs> <laughs> um to come and be with us. And shout outs to Zeketelo um for for putting this show together. We 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 didn't mention that on the last episode, but she she keeps pulling through and doing the most. Um but welcome to the Youth Leadership Platform, ladies.
4: Thank you for having us. Thank you. Honour, awesome. Awesome to be
0: here. Let's uh start with uh your personal journeys. Where did you grow up? And what's background, background. Let's let's get a bit of background. <laughs> <laughs> now that you're contending is who should go first, Rene Lue, you are going to go first. Okay.
4: Um so uh Rene Lue is from um Pretoria in Atridgeville. I grew up there. Um funny enough I went to an art school, uh in high school, I uh, studied drama, studied a bit of design, uh but when I had to decide because I guess because of my financial background at home, when I had to decide what I had to do, obviously it had to be something that I love, but it had to be something also that would make me money, right? And also just better my position, financial position at home. Sure. And so I decided to do law at the University of Pretoria. Okay. But as I began doing BA law, because I wanted to do more than just law, I think I've always been a social scientist i've always just social problems have always been something that's close to me right um but then again as i mentioned the manufacturer factor was always there so sure, i did my sure. ba law and i went on to do my llb at the university of pretoria hmm. yeah and then 20 2014 that's when i graduated from my llb and in 2015 i did my first year at the law firm that we, <laughs> you just mentioned that's in uh, uh, sense, in right? an sentence, one okay. of the, the top law firms and and I did my, yeah, so what happens with these law firms is that you have a litigation rotation and a commercial rotation. So I did my litigation rotation in 2015, 2016, my commercial rotation. So that's basically when you do your articles just before you admit it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and then at some point you have to choose if they do decide to retain you as an associate where you want to practice or what practice you want to carry on with. And I decided to do uh, commercial law and specifically banking and finance. Interesting. And now we here. Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. We're going to get more into that, um, okay. as to what you're doing now and what that position entails. Okay. But we're going to jump straight over to, to Jean, and I'm going to ask you to pronounce your surname for us, uh, for the benefit no of, of everyone. <laughs> and then we're going to, we're going to get into, um, your background.
3: Yeah, so it's Jean Chawapiwa. Okay. So um I'm a Zimbabwean. Awesome. Bo- born in Harare. Born of All right. And um but I didn't grow up in Zimbabwe. I actually left at the age of eight with okay. my parents, went to live in the UK. Uh grew up in the UK, studied I first studied uh business studies. Um, So I went to my father and said, I want to do fashion designing. Interesting. And he said, uh, black people don't make money in fashion designing, so go and do something else. So I did a diploma in business studies, then went back, gave my diploma to my father, and he says, okay, you can now go and do fashion designing. Sure. So I started um, a degree in fashion designing. But into my second year, I decided I really wasn't enjoying this. It wasn't what I thought it would be. Okay. Um, there was just too technical, too much pattern cutting, too, (laughs) wasn't, wasn't for me. Plus the teachers were not on the same wavelength with me. So I felt they were destroying my, my, what I felt was my creative style. Sure. So I left, went back to marketing, um, studied marketing. And then I started working. Um, my first job was actually at British Telecom in the UK uh, doing marketing. I did a variety of um, posts there where I did events management, branding, etc. Um, had a fantastic career. By then, I had met a South African young man <laughs> <laughs> um, who'd also grown up in, in the UK. Um, we got married, had my first child in the UK. Then came to live in South Africa. Uh, My first job in South Africa was at the CSIR. Oh, okay. And um, I spent amazing seven years working at the CSIR, um, where, again, I was doing marketing and communications. I was introduced to stakeholder management. Where I did stakeholder management, and they also introduced me to working in Africa. So my first portfolios of working in Africa happened at the CSIR, mm-hmm. uh, working in first in Southern Africa and then a little bit in West Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, my career did so well that um, I became the MD of communications oh, at wow. the CSIR um, after a very Rene, hard, hard road. <laughs> 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 we'll, have a, we'll have a coffee. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> um, and um, I was then approached by the mining sector and moved across to the mining sector where I then did another seven to 10 years So I actually worked For three different Mining companies mm-hmm. First Placidome Then Barrick Gold Then Rio Tinto mm-hmm. And I left Rio Tinto Now Five years ago um, By then I was Vice President Of Communications Shit. External Affairs For wow. Africa wow, wow wow! So I've wow. seen A lot of Africa um, I actually counted The other day That I've Worked in some way In 19 African countries Sheesh. During my working career So I love I the mean, continent Of the 50
0: countries I've only been to 2 Like, <laughs>
3: <laughs> And I'm, catch, I'm catching up To do another 10 Very shortly So I okay. yeah, love the continent wow. There's a lot of opportunities mm-hmm. here Delighted to be having the conversation To bring more women Into mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. marketplace mm-hmm.
0: So ladies What are some of the challenges In, in your journeys um, Placed obviously by The the, the rule? That um, put men ahead of of, of, of of women And how have you then Overcome them what, what's, what's, what's the secret what, what, what are some of the tactics and, and advice um, That you can give
3: I, th- I think the first one is You've got to dream big Okay um, I'm, I think in my career I, I achieved probably higher Than I dreamt But I remember from a young age I dreamt big Okay. Nobody said to me, dream big, but I always thought, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do well. I'm going to be big. So dream big. Don't let anybody contain you. Hmm. Um, for me, I was raised to work hard. So I'm the oldest child. <laughs> <laughs> Deputy parents, <Yeah>. pretty much, <laughs> you know, get everybody else's homework done, et cetera. And that stayed with me. So wherever I landed, that came through. You work hard. You make the best of yourself. You. Create and create and create. And mm. for me, that's what, why I feel I rose through different portfolios mm. because you surprise people, but what you, what you can bring forward. There have been many challenges, but I think we actually need to look at them as opportunities. Okay, Because, so uh, there's obvious ones like, you know, you're a wife, <laughs> you're a mother, mm-hmm. um, you're picking kids up from school, but you've got board meetings, et cetera, to, to do. So for me... I brought people along to help me. Have teams that can help you. At one point, I had two people who helped with my children. Hmm. Uh, it was for a short period, but it helped me to focus on my job where I needed to, hmm. to be able to do that. There's obviously family and other people who help. Um, the other thing is I think when people are putting you down and telling you you're not going to go far, play no mind to it. Just keep going. Uh we are as good as the man on the other side of the table. Mm. And sometimes mm. we are better. Mm. Um mm. so they try to tell you, you know, um you're black. Oh you're not only black, you're dark skinned black, sure. you're a woman, um, you know, you're this, you're um you're a Zimbabwean. But you know, you just excel. Mm. You work hard, you excel. You and I've been very fortunate. I've loved what I do. Sure. I really love what I do.
0: Mm. Renela?
3: I think
4: for me. I think it digs back to when, or how I grew up rather. So I grew up um, very close to my brother and my mother's side of the family, there were a lot of, you know, my, my cousins were mostly male and it was it's was always been a challenge for me to want to, you know, do better and show them I can do the same thing, I can sure. do exactly the same thing. Sure. Um, just because you get more time to do this while I have to do certain chores, you know, it puts me at a disadvantage, but oh, I can yes. still do it with that disadvantage, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And so every decision I have made has been purposeful. So when I decided in varsity, we had this thing in my, in my final year where the Pretoria Bar gave certain people an opportunity to do this program. It was two days. And from there, they would, you know, basically offer people, don't you want to do pupillage under me, whatever. And people who know me know I love speaking and they know there's <laughs> there's one thing I was going to do is going to go into advocacy, right? And sure. be an advocate. Sure, And I loved it. And this, you know, two, one of the, I think it's one of the senior, um, advocates, there was like, don't you want to do this? And, and it was very, it was, I mean, it was it was a thing to do at the time because it was it would have been what I, what I would have loved to do, right? But I thought to myself, this is where they want to keep us, and by they I mean white people, by they I mean males, sure. you know. Um, because you do get a lot of female advocates that are coming up and stuff. And I was like, if I'm trying to break a market, it's going to be in corporate Santon. And that's why when I decided to choose, and by then I had already gotten an offer to do articles um, at the firm in Santon. And I was like, I'm going to do this. It might not be the most exciting thing for me now, but I'm going to learn and I'm going to do this. And so came my first year as I said, we have two rotations. I did my mm-hmm. litigation rotation and litigation is exciting, right? So you get to court and you get to meet the council and there more than anything. I loved it because I got to work with black people. I got to work with, 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 uh, women, right? And then I did my commercial rotation uh, in 2016 in banking and finance. And you know how banking and finance is very, is, is still very, um, mm-hmm. Conservative. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's your old white man, you know, giving the instructions. And that's the kind of people that also want to work with. Mm-hmm. And so I did that. And it's very challenging. And there's all these words I don't understand. And you know, it's all going above my head, but I was like, this is where I would need to be. So again, purposefully, when it came the time, they were like, we're offering you articles. I mean, we're offering you, um, to be an associate. Where would you like to be? And I was like, I really love litigation. And I, and I, and I was, and I was good at it. I was great at it. But then I said, I need to be here because more than anything, this is where there's the least of us. Sure. In the year that I've been working, I haven't seen, really seen a woman. Mm. And then even in that, in the team, banking and finance obviously has different divisions. There's project finance, acquisition finance, and then there's debt capital markets, which I decided to go into because even now in the three years that I've been, I have not worked with a black woman. Hmm. This is corporate South Africa. In
0: 2018.
4: In 2018, and I haven't. And so I think one of the things that I did was to be purpose. The decisions weren't always easy Because it wasn't always I could have decided to go for a more comfortable approach sure. I could have decided to do something that I love And I know I would have been great at But I knew that I had to work hard I knew I had to put in extra hours mm-hmm. I knew that there would be sleepless nights And sometimes feeling like I'm a bit stupid Because I don't get this But I knew I had to push Because that's where I have to be And you know it's just It's not easy decisions But I think that's one of the things Again as as as, as uh, Jean already said It's dreaming big and going for it and working hard because all the talk and everything else is all well. You know, we can all say we're powerful and this and tweet whatever we do, but we need to actually. There are some people who need to get down and do the dirty work and yeah, do the work that yeah, no one wants yeah, to do. And yeah. so that's 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 what I went into when I decided to go into capital markets.
0: Gene, hmm. you wanna you wanna rise on on what uh, has 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 just alluded to?
3: Yeah, I mean, I can't hear anything. My speakers. So I'm assuming I'm coming through. Yeah, so. yeah sure. Okay, sure. great. Yeah, Um, yeah. I mean, I I agree. I think we we have to prove ourselves, okay. and there's really nothing wrong with that. When you're given the opportunity, rise to it, um, and really rise to it. And I completely agree. We have to go in the fields where there are fewer women. So for me, going into the mining sector, you know, you are often the only woman in the room. Often the only black person in the room, but don't be afraid. You know, um, there are a lot of people out there that want us to succeed and you've got to identify the people that want you to succeed mm. and work with them. Um, and for me, find those peoples. There's a lot of people that will, will help you to succeed. And sometimes it seems scary. I mean, I would be <laughs> in, the DRC or in Guinea and sure. then I'd be thinking what am I doing here um but you get up in the morning and you do the job you you to- you show up you are a professional you show them that you can you can do what you need to do mm. so I've worked with um acquisitions and mergers and um minds that are in productions and mines that are not in production, and I learned something at all of them. Um, so for me, we learn as we go, but at the same time, you bring other people along with, with you. you. Mm. Uh, and that's important because the only way we multiply the women sure. is that we grow other women. Mm.
0: Yeah. Mm, mm. And, I, and, and I saw that you are very involved with um, project work that involves um, building and developing businesses that are owned um by women. So would you would you like to um take us through that and
3: Yeah. So um one I left Rio Tinto I set up my own business, Women sure. Solutions for Africa. So we basically doing consulting work um in the field that I specialize in marketing communications and strategy and we're helping businesses to find opportunities in Africa. Which hmm. for me is part of joining the dots. Why did I work in nineteen African countries? I can now go back and take people to those opportunities that mm. are that are out there. Um, I came across a project ca- called We Connect International. We okay. Connect is a global organization that identifies, registers, and certifies women-owned businesses. Hmm. And the cri- key criteria is that the business just has to be fifty-one percent owned, managed, and controlled by women. And they can join. The first level is self-registration, which is online. They go on to WeConnectInternational.org and they register. And please, women, register. Because this is a corporate-owned organization where the organizations like EY, Dell, um, Accenture, Johnson and Johnson IBM. are the owners, IBM etc are the owners mm-hmm. of this database. Um and they've got their own passwords and they go in and look for women-owned businesses. Hmm. So the whole idea of we connect was to say to the corporates, don't say we don't know where to find the women-owned businesses. Mm-hmm. Here are the women-owned businesses and this organization is actually owned by the corporates. So we identify them, we register them and then when the women-owned businesses are ready, we do the certification. Four times a year for the certified women business owners, they get a face-to-face with the corporate members. And that's like speed dating with the corporates. You get a chance to pitch your business. You get a chance to sit opposite um, a corporate member and find out where are the market opportunities. So for me, I would say the matchmaking isn't just about letting them know what you do. It's also about what do you need? What's out there? Where are the opportunities? Because as usual... Um, women miss out on a lot of opportunities because either we don't know where they are or we're going too much to the soft skills. Sure, sure. And we've got to push towards manufacturing. Sure. And engineering. Um, which and are
0: previously male dominated. Which are, which are um, still spaces, very highly right?
3: male dominated, but there's women that are coming up <clears throat> and amazing women. Uh, women in IT. We have a, a lot, a growing group of women doing everything in IT. Um, so those are the sectors that we really want to promote because women also want to get the three hundred million dollar deals. Sure, yeah. sure. You know sure. they want to get the deal where they're doing the work not only in South Africa but also in Angola, and the opportunities to work in Dubai and in the U- U.S. Hmm. And hmm. African women are doing that. Sure. So for us, we're just. Helping to open the door For women in business And women in business Create jobs mm. Um And for me That was part of the dream Is how do we Solve the problems Of the African continent One of them is We need to skill Everybody Sure And we need to create Good jobs Sustainable sure. trained
0: jobs Now Coming to, to Entrepreneurship Because it's It's a very taxing And Very difficult And dark um, space to, to, to be in for, for anyone really. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a sifter. You know, it's either you're born an entrepreneur or you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, from, from, from you, I'd like to know what are some of, you know, the preparations that you feel, um, every entrepreneur should go through before they even attempt to start a business. Um, mm-hmm. things that they should look out for. And then Renailway, um, in the corporate space from, from what you've observed and, some of the challenges that you went through and, and the solutions, um, or rather the resilience that you've built over the years to to stomach some of them and overcome them and assume the roles that you have. Um, we'd also like advice from you to women in male-dominated positions within corporate South Africa as well. Um, what are some of the things that they need to do to, to prepare themselves to climb? So we'll start with Jean.
3: Okay. So, I mean, you say entrepreneurship uh, can be a dark place. Sure. Um, corporate can be a dark place, uh, true, too. True, you know? true, 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 <laughs> true. So, um, and a lot of us <laughs> who've been in corporate are uh, tired of the dark places and looking mm. for the light in entrepreneurship. Mm. So, there's no doubt it's it's difficult. Sure. It has many challenges and many opportunities. Um I would say the first thing is know what you're offering. Okay. So, as part of our... Promoting women-owned businesses, they have to pitch their business. You know, can you sell what you're actually promoting? You know, what is it you're selling? Mm -hmm. And really understand that. Be on the constant lookout to how you innovate your business. Don't sell eggs and only sell eggs. How do you innovate your business? Because that's what the market is looking for is the innovation. So when IBM comes to us and says they want to work with women in IT, they're looking for the people that help them to innovate hmm. for the marketplace, for youth, um, for Africa. Sure. So really continually think about how you innovate, collaborate and partner. Okay. You don't have to do it on your own. And we're really working hard to put together collaboration groups where women in the same sector can actually work together to say we can go for that large opportunity together as okay. a joint resource, rather than me trying to take crumbs from the project, sure. let's go for the bigger slice of the cake. Hmm. Um, and I think continually educate yourself. Technology is a big, big thing. Sure. We had our conference on the 1st of June um, at EY, and it was all about technology. And really, we understood that artificial intelligence is not something for the future. It's now. How are we then bringing artificial intelligence and Watson and everything else into our business offerings so that we can really offer better opportunities for our workers as well as um, the marketplace. Hmm. So I think continually, inno- continually innovate and stand proud you know sure sure we must really stand proud and and go forth finances is a big deal in okay. entrepreneurship that's probably the the darkest hole a lot of <laughs> <laughs> entrepreneurs what going into Once you can't to. get the finances going yeah. this if this, you can't no pay the payroll you're in yeah. serious trouble sure so really again you've got to think of innovative ways okay. um making sure you you save money You, you know um, Finding the right finance partners mm. I mean, they're mm. experts in this field And maybe Refilber can give us a few tips But uh, finance is um, Something you've got to think about Really carefully So I say to people again Don't jump into Hiring an office in Sandton Yes You know yes. It's an unnecessary expense sure. A lot of women business owners Work from home You can produce an excellent product Working from home You then meet the Client at their offices mm-hmm. or in the coffee bar sure you know really keep your costs down, but keep your expertise high and in your innovation high
0: interesting wow Jean <laughs> dropping pearls of wisdom umrene we, we we jump straight to you we're listening we're listening
4: I first of all have to agree with Jean that I think corporate is a bit darker um, only because We all know that corporate is is infamous for making people go through what they go through Mm -hmm. mentally, physically, Mm -hmm. um, obviously negatively um, because of the crazy deadlines. Right. But more than the crazy deadlines and even the work that you have is all the personalities that you have to manage. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the first things that I have to ask for, I mean, that I would say when you ask the question, the first thing that popped to my mind is a speech that I had heard from our now chairman of the place where I work at, where he said to me, when you guys have to, because obviously when you're in, in varsity, you have all these offers, right? Mm-hmm. you have good enough marks and you're a good candidate, you've interviewed well, you have all these firms that are almost the same, right? Obviously, they're different with the different cultures, but offering you articles. He said to us, if they're offering you articles, you have to ask yourself, what can the firm do for me and not what I can do for the firm, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And most of the time, the reason why we have the culture that we have in corporate is because you you feel like you need them more than anything, right? Especially in in a law in a law field in the law field because what happens is, because of articles, you know that you need to get retention, you know, for you to become an associate. So, if they say jump, you ask how high. If they say mm-hmm. bark, you ask how loud. You you literally are like the modern day slave, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously, when I'm saying that, what my chairman said about um, what the firm can do for you and not what you I mean what you do for the firm. It's going to be a little, it's, you can do less with it when you're in your articles, right? Because as I said, you need to get the paper. But once you are retained, you need to be able to set those grounds. You need to be able to say, I understand that this is the deadline, right? I understand that this is the personality. This is who you are. But for purpose of us working and for us to carry on, this is how I would like to, or how I would like for it to work most of the time. And I know with most young black professionals we don't speak out we'll speak during our our drinks we'll say oh this is what happened mm. but you don't speak out mm. and you don't know how how much that goes a long way because not only do you need me as you say you need me for your be score not only do you need me for that but you need my expertise i did mm. go to varsity for this thing i did train i do believe i'm an asset sure. i'm not saying obviously that's where you get your training and obviously i'm not saying have a big head and not you know obviously everything is done in balance but you need to understand that you are an asset to that company end of the day. And especially with law where time is literally money, right? Because yes. how the law firms make money is that if I see you for an hour, I charge X amount. So, and that's, and that's how obviously you get to go ahead from associate to senior associate to partner one day. You know, it's the hours that you put in because as I said, you know, there's, there's with corporate, there's all these things. It's not the work that you, you are being given. It's managing a personality of X who doesn't like the skirt that I'm wearing. Right mm. As a as a man you, There's no problem Oh no you might be wearing The skirt might be too short We sing X Bank And they don't like This kind of thing Right mm. It's It's Oh I heard you got engaged I hope you're not planning To get married In the f- next few years Because you know We've got that deal next year And it might sound Like just pettiness But it does impact you And how you grow Because wow. what happens is If I do fall pregnant now sure, sure. Right I'm going to have four months maternity leave. That's four months off. And they do apportion it in a way that apportionate your budget because you have a budget, right? Oh, okay. And you have to reach that budget in order to go through the various from associate, senior associate, partner and so forth. And if I'm going to miss those months. I mean, you you can already imagine as a guy, you don't have to go through the same thing, right? And even mm. after that, it's like, okay, now she has a baby, she has to nurse, so she needs flexi hours, she needs to be out by five. The clients is, especially, and I can only speak about my experience, especially in bank and finance, whereas with litigation, you know, okay, court closes around four o'clock, so there's not much you can do after, after this, that, yeah. right? Okay. When banking, I need to be able to call you at nine. So if you're a woman wow. who's nursing, I mean, honestly, I know we're trying to be fair in everything, but let me rather just get a, a male person to work on this deal Because sure. I know I can have him I can speak to him at 10 p.m. And he'll be available mm. So it's just stuff like that And and realizing that You can speak out on those things And just pushing the people who have You know, the people who can make decisions About these things Obviously, there's not much you can do, right? Because the person who will get Especially on a junior level The person who will get the job Is the partner But just be able to, to speak out And say, listen I feel like this kind of thing, we can actually move to this day. I feel like mm. it's, it's unfortunately, I can't put it in a sentence because for me, it's like all the nitty gritties in terms of like my day job, right? Me knowing that this is not necessarily as important or this is necessarily, you know, I can push it to the next day or something like that. So it's just, just understanding your space more than anything, asking for help. And especially because over the lo- last few, few months, especially with the awareness on mental illness and stuff like that, sure, like... Sure. Actually getting help If you feel like The pressure is too much Getting help Because you get people Who want to reach these targets And they're not sleeping And our immune systems Are not the same More than that We're not from the same Family backgrounds The burdens that we carry And our responsibilities Are not the same My responsibility To the other white man Might not be the same So just getting That kind of you know, knowing that you have access to help when it comes to mental illness and stuff like that, I think it's sad that you have to look at stuff like that. But I mean, that's the corporate world and that's the beast that it is. And just knowing your worth and asking for help, I'd say, if I had to summarize. This.
0: Interesting. Um, I want to introduce a, a phenomenon um, in, in, in philosophy and politics. It's called the male gaze and it's operational in a lot of industries, right um, because obviously men for the longest of times um, have dictated what should be and what shouldn't be, and what the male case is pretty much is how we do a lot of things and structures and systems that are set in place are set from a male perspective, so everything as it's set up right now is not necessarily suited for a woman now. I'm introducing the male gaze because what I want to ask as um, a question now is, how can entrepreneurship from from your side, Jane, um, and 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 corporate South Africa on on, on your side, uh, Nay, be adjusted now to accommodate women? Because I feel how it's set up right now, it puts so much pressure. Um, and obviously it allows the certain kind of discrimination that exists to still exist because it was originally set up for men. So how can, um, entrepreneurship be, be adjusted to, to accommodate women? And, and how can corporate South Africa as well uh, be adjusted to suit females or women? Sorry.
3: Okay. So. So let me start saying about around entrepreneurship. One of the reasons I got really excited about We Connect was I heard a statistic that said women are responsible for 70% of purchasing decisions
0: globally. Gee.
3: 70%. An economy on its own. It's an economy on its own. Mm-hmm. So... If we are responsible for 70% of purchasing decisions, that includes influencing your husband not to buy the BMW, but buy the car that the baby's going to be safe in. Interesting. Instead, we don't use that economy for ourselves. Hmm. We are not using that economy. Imagine the impact we could make if we start saying we want to buy 50% women-owned products. Hmm. So there's a couple of organizations um, like Walmart, et cetera, that are actually starting to experiment with having aisles where they'll have women-owned products and see if women will, will buy. buy more. Okay, But unless you know this is, I'm going to buy um, a jar of coffee here and it has nothing to do with women. And this one has actually got is from a woman owned company. You don't know. So, We want to know which are the women-owned products. So under We Connect, we're actually helping women to label their products and their services. Because we can change the game significantly ourselves Mm -hmm. as women. Mm -hmm. And I think once we start to do that, a lot of the males will come along with us. Because if Procter & Gamble know that 70% of purchasing decisions are going to be made towards the woman-owned product, guess what they're going to do? They will shift, so we need to take hold of this economy and help ourselves to me, the same argument almost lies to the African continent, sure mm-hmm. you know why aren 't we saying we 're going to buy african mm. we 're going to buy Africa you know we have certain campaigns that say you know brand South Africa thing, but i don 't think it 's strong enough sure, so for women, we need to be a lot stronger, we can change the male gaze mm-hmm. because we then become. The decision makers mm, mm, mm. um but until we take that power we can't the other things i think we need to do is obviously we then need to have the products if the products are going to be bought from women-owned businesses then let's create the products um we need to have women-owned banks that help to finance women um companies um we need to Be able to innovate and do the things that we want to do I think women are very innovative But often we we either don't have The help to get moving Into where we need Mm -hmm. to go to Or we're afraid Yes, because um, cause people say, you know, entrepreneurship is a dark hole. <laughs> so we get, so we, so we get afraid. So we've, we've just got to keep moving. Sorry, okay. it's, it's yeah. interesting
0: that you mentioned that. Sorry to cut you on your tracks. No problem. Um, I was, I had a conversation with uh Puti Mahanyele, mm-hmm. um, who's, who's chair of the Sigma Capital Group. Awesome. Group, and what, what you know, when we were having conversation, she spoke about how. A majority of the people that come to her to ask for funding are men. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, what's, what's happening with, 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 with the women? And, and you mentioning fear, um, I guess is one of the elements that came up in the conversation, but how do we then help them to overcome that? Because as much as it's difficult, but I mean, men and women are capable of resilience.
3: Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I, I, I think, I think we feed each other fear. So women tend to take fear more literally. You know, the boys are, as young boys, told to jump off the roof and, you know, do crazy things. And you're wheeling your bike and doing. So Hmm. they're a lot. They're they're almost being (laughs) de-risked in some ways in the games they play. Hmm. Whereas girls are told, be careful, be careful, be careful. So we need to raise our ladies to not be afraid. Yeah. Don't be afraid of the door that slammed in your face. Hmm. It's okay. The next one will be wide open. So, um, and, and I think the people who have the capital also need to help us not to be afraid. Okay. At the moment we feel everything is against us. And sometimes you're in a situation where you think, I don't just feel it. I know it is. Sure. So we need to change some of those things around where we, um, where we, we open the doors. But I think also we need to we need to own the banks. We need to you know we we need more putties around who I mean Judy
0: Dr. Judy Lamini Absolutely. Mm -hmm. There
3: are women and very powerful women out there running amazing businesses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um and in the network that I'm working in we're finding women really do support women, and I think Refil we touched on the fact that we naturally help each other, but we need to take that help to another level. You know, we need to put a hundred thousand on the table and say, "I'm going to back your business." Wow. let's get going. Sure, um, and then it's a million on the table. I'm going to mm-hmm. back your business. Let's start manufacturing. Good, the women are going to back your business. Um, mm. I don't have the statistic in my head, but I know there's a lot of women that are doing banking. Already, we have money in the banks. Mm. Um, and through different schemes, I belong to a women's savings club where we've got money in the bank and buying property. Oh, interesting. So wow. Women okay. are doing amazing things. We just need to keep taking it to the next level and taking it to the next level. Um, and, and, and do it and doing what we need. And, I see
0: the ladies in the studio taking notes. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, no, no. <laughs> women, I mean, yeah. sing- single
4: women are known to raise a kid or kids From just saving The little bit that they have sure, sure. In terms of my spending My mother was risk. one of them Yes Exactly So yes. I mean I'm only just shaking my head So hard Because it only makes sense When you think about People who save the most When you sure. think about People who build homes And not people who Are known for spending yes. You think of women So Yes Yes And, and we need
3: to make that. sure The banks understand That we want our money To do certain things For the economy mm-hmm. um, And then we must speak up
0: Interesting um, Rene Le? corporate south africa as a as a you know someone who's in law right yes. um, an attorney w- what do you feel are some of the changes that need to be introduced to cater to you as a woman
4: so and i was thinking about this question when you asked it and i thought do you know the the difficult thing with being a lawyer or being in the law firm Is that you you basically get the instruction right okay. There's probably a bank who has a client um, A firm that they And obviously I'm speaking about banking and finance sure, Because <laughs> that's what I do um, They have a client that they're funding That client has certain instructions And they have certain things that they want The bank will then have certain instructions And things that they want right And then only do they pass on the, the instruction to us And so For the longest time You know even when i entered into the field i thought but why doesn't this change from the why doesn't this change from the top why doesn't this change from our clients why doesn't the client say we need more females to be working on this why doesn't Mm, but mm, i realized that that's that's almost like a futile exercise because the corporate structure is the way it is for as long as it is because people are comfortable with it being like that right mm. the 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 fact that it's male dominated The fact that it's white dominated It's it's comfortable for other people and it works for them sure. So that's why I will go back to and, it's, and it touches on what Jean said about fear Right mm-hmm. I will go back to purposefully Going into the spaces and breaking into those spaces Right Where And I don't have the stats. I can only use my experience. But when you think about most of the, the female people in, in the banking side and in the banking law side, you think of people who are doing retail banking. So that's the normal clients, you know, you're not thinking about people who are in working on the transactions where the millions are. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like that's one of the things that we, we can do specifically. There's certain things we can lobby for, right? For example, in my firm specifically, I could be like, you know, there's not a need for me to be there specifically where I can work from my laptop, especially because I'm in banking finance. Sure. There's not enough, there's not too much uh, client communication. Therefore, I am able to work while I'm still nursing my child and therefore the the deadlines won't be too unrealistic. But I yes. feel like that's on a very basic level. I feel sure. like the only way in which we can change the system the way it is and make sure that we are actually in those transactions that are big, you know, the acquisitions that are happening around the world cross-border, make sure that we're in them is that we need to be in those spaces. So I need to be able to put on myself and say, this looks like it's a hard thing, but let me get into securitizations because I see when I look at the deals, it's billions of rands, it's trillions mm-hmm. of rands.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: I might be comfortable doing something like a normal... 10 million rand acquisition, lending, and borrowing deal, but that's not going to do anything for me and the, the generations of the women that are going to come after us. I think we've been trying to lobby for changing of policy. I think that still, can still be done, right? But I think the only way we can actually change it is if we ourselves. So I do encourage, as 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 Jean has said, pulling these people with you. So when I do go to varsity, or to the different universities, and we doing, we try to recruit students, I'm like, get into this type of thing. Yes, you would probably enjoy this But it's saturated, mm-hmm. right? And they expect you to be there mm-hmm. Go into this It might not be interesting in the beginning But it's going to be worth it Because these people aren't listening to us In terms of changing the policies sure. We can only change them If we're actually in that position To change to them To
0: change them yourselves Wow um, Let's welcome on the line uh, Um Lizziwe, are you there? Yellow Lizziwe Oh, there you go Hello.
1: Hi. Hey, how's it? I'm good, how are you?
0: Um very well, thanks. Uh welcome to the Youth Leadership Platform. Um I'm going to kindly ask you to to speak up, but before then, um just to give a, a, a our listeners a, a bit of background about Elizio. Elizio is an an economist and currently worked um <clears throat> Excuse me, um, as a consultant at Africa's largest uh, economics-based consultancy. She is also the founder of the website, uh, Malkia Space, um, a blog that focuses on personal and professional development um, of black women. we uh, thank you for joining us on the Youth Leadership Platform. Hi, guys. Hi. Thanks for having me. Awesome, awesome. So... I mean, your your credentials speak for themselves. Uh, you are a very distinguished um, and, and very accomplished uh, woman. Um, but not only that, um, you have dedicated your life, um, at least at this point, to developing other black women. So um, take yeah. us through what your aims are and what you're currently doing with your platform. Um,
1: look, I'm, I'm at the point in my career where it's quite early, um, but I've always kind of felt that the whatever opportunities you may or may not receive, you should always leave the door open for um, everyone else who is coming up behind you. I think the reality of the country is black women, um, for the most part, are, pro- are not even publicly, are the most economically um, disenfranchised group um, in our country. And that's a big part of that is because of our history. Sure. And I think, um, you know, over and above my own personal professional aspirations, I just think that the face of corporate South Africa has changed, um, and that's not necessarily meaning we need to enter into traditional corporate spaces. that also means women who are starting their own businesses, women who have um, you know other interests, the face of business um, and the face of this economy needs to reflect the fact that the black women make up a majority of, of the South African population. And Definitely. really that is, is something that I, I I find to be very important.
0: Hmm. Yeah, and, and and so with 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 your platform, what are what are some of the projects that you are currently undertaking to address some of these concerns um, and issues within uh, South Africa, like you've mentioned?
1: Yeah, yeah. So look, I think for me, I wanted to create a space that encompasses everything about what it means to be a black woman, okay, um, and what it means to be somebody who identifies or chooses to identify as a woman and a black woman. Um, and and really just to show us as whole whole people with full lives so we cover we are involved and cover all sorts of aspects including health and beauty um we include discussions with professionals um you know we want to create a space in which black women can feel free to be their whole selves. Mm. Um, and I think that's the kind of dichotomy that not only black women but women in general find themselves in, of either being you know, you're one thing or the other. Mm-hmm. You can't be all encompassing. Um, it's beginning to change, but it's not changing at a pace that we want. And I think you know the challenge for not only black women but black corporates and gen- um, black professionals in general is that we often feel we can't bring our whole selves into the spaces mm. that we mm-hmm. occupy. And
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and so this is just a platform to kind of discuss and engage on some of those challenges. You know, we write a lot of pieces about and. Um, personal experiences of different individuals within corporate spaces or even just young black mothers and what that means and um, what that looks like, how that feels.
2: Wow. Um the
1: politics of black hair, what that looks like in, in, in the space that we occupy and what that feels like and what it means. Sure. Um and and so that's kind of the lens through which we want to look at things and I'd like to approach and build the platform. I think it's still not even I think it's still relatively new, but I think created quite
0: a lot of value for the people who engage with us. Wow. Um, well, thank you so much for for, for, for that. I think um, Runele, uh, I see her nodding her head um, that she's, <laughs> she wants to be part of this. So um, what's what's okay. the name of the website and how can people reach you? Sure.
1: It's, um, the website is Malkia Space.com. So dot Malkia okay.
0: um, And I am available on all social media
1: platforms. You just search for Lisa Winters I'll probably be I'm not even probably under only Lisa Winters you'll find. So people can find me on Twitter, you can find me, you can find me on Instagram. Um, look I'm pretty I'm usually quite good with responding to DMs on questions and stuff, so people can feel free to reach out to me at any time.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much uh, for taking the time out and um, joining our conversation on the youth leadership platform. Um, all the best with the platform Thank you and so oh awesome, awesome um that was uh Lizziewe and the website and the platform that she's created is is uh w dot space um dot com and that's Lizzie Wentleza um across all social media platforms. So you can look out for her. And I guess be part of that, uh, very amazing, uh, movement. Uh, we're going to be joined, um, by another distinguished guest, but I'm going to, um, revert back to, to my studio, um, guests for now. <laughs> um, and say, uh, from the conversations or just listening to what Lizio was, sp- was speaking about, um, I picked up and, and think in, in being in corporate South Africa at some point in my life as well, mm. that as black people now to be specific, mm. the corporate, Structure and culture does not really cater for black people. So when you go to work, you have to be somewhat a completely different person than when you're at home. And that poses as a challenge because you can't grow because now this is a foreign environment to begin with. You want to work. (coughs) You, you, there's so much to, to acclimatize to, Mm. which presents as a problem, right? And, And an impediment. Um, what, what, what can you say to that?
4: So, the first thing, and as she mentioned it, she was mentioning the politics of hair and whatever, and I, and Tandy Soma's song popped up where she says, My hair's political, my body's political, literally everything's political, and it's, it's things that you cannot run away from, right? And as I mentioned, I work in a conser- I work with clients that are quite conservative. So, if I have something like what, Would be deemed an extravagant hairstyle Because I don't know It's not tamed or whatever It it is something And it might not be something That's mentioned, you know, up front Sometimes it is something That's mentioned up front That we're about to go to that meeting Don't you want to quickly tie your hair? You know, and it's And obviously not everyone's the same And and it differs from client to client But it's even in the small things Like I remember we were having a conversation About how opportunities that you get From high school They go all the way through When you work, right? So you could have been We could have both been in the same varsity, got an opportunity, great marks, but something as small as a tea break with a client's meeting where we're talking about something that you did in Craven Week. Oh yes. Craven Week, if if I'm from Pat Duty High School in Attridgeville, I know nothing Nothing about about Craven Week, right? And so, for example, if I've had this nice conversation with this, with this client on this one lunch and he has another, another transaction, um, he'd obviously want to keep me on, Mm. right? And so that for me is, is, when I was shaking my head, it's those little things that you now need to learn. Now I need to learn certain things. What is something? Like, things, things like satire and sarcasm are not an English thing. Sure, it's it's satire. It's satire because of what it is, right? Sure. But you need to learn certain ways to speak. You need to learn certain types of jokes. You need to learn certain idioms, whatever, just to get through. Because the conversations during the lunch breaks weigh more than the and actually the work that you are. And that's the thing that I'll keep on saying about corporate. Um, or at least corporate essay is that it 's managing people 's personalities all the time, and that affects your work and that affects how big you grow hmm. literally from a fifteen minute break, I now get the next deal, or I just don 't and then i 'm just not used anymore,
3: and that 's where my career ends Wow, so hmm.
0: Jean, do you have thoughts um,
3: so so the first thing I want to say is you know um, let 's not corporate bash completely because okay. there's some amazing organizations out there that nice. are really. Trying to help. Sure. Whether you're a woman or, you know, black male, there, there are some organizations out there that are really trying to help. And also, you know, we are starting to break through into leadership sure. into a number of corporates. Okay. You see black faces, you see black women. So are we changing those organizations when we get in to help the masses? Okay. And it's something we need to really mm. think about and discuss and talk about. So when I think about the other African countries I've worked in where it's not corporate white faces but it's corporate black faces. Mm. Are the cultures really any different? Hmm. A lot of them aren't. So we in we almost take this work culture with us into a lot of organizations. Sure. Whether you're in Zambia or Guinea or whatever. So I think it's the your generation have an opportunity to think about what do you want to make it and how do you want to make it what what does corporate africa look like in 20 years time what do you really want it to be um and then start Mm. shaping and having that discussion you might not change anything maybe what you'll do is just change the faces but you don't change the culture
0: interesting um, we have another guest on the line, and she is a pilot. Um, this is Buitumelo um, Kadisi. Uh, welcome to the Youth Edition plat- uh, Platform, Buitumelo. Good day, Um Awesome. Thank you for joining us. Um, I think because of time, um, mm-hmm. we're celebrating women, and we, we we're talking about um, adjusting certain spaces um, in in work and entrepreneurship is concerned um, To help women thrive I guess what we want from yeah. you um, At this point is having. This is a male dominated industry And it's still white males um, Especially in, in the piloting industry But you've come this far We want your advice To someone To your younger self Someone who's starting out Who has dreams But is told Well not in this industry Or that industry Try a different mm-hmm. industry
1: Okay, um, well, obviously, as uh, the youth, I mean, they're into such an industry, but as you said, like, just to putting it out, uh, you need to have faith in whatever you're passionate about uh, because there are going to be challenges on the way. Um thing is that with the youth of today, they expect everything to be given to them. Sure. Or everything to be kind of easy. Um, like, truth is, it's never easy. It's It's never easy. You're going to go through, like the most um we um, i mean in my industry there's so much that we go through and it's all about you as an individual or you that passionate or you you have so much faith that can actually keep you going throughout the course Mm -hmm. and yeah i'd just like to encourage them to to never give up because the moment they give up that's probably the moment that they could have actually experienced their breakthrough so they should keep going no matter how hard it goes just remember why you started Hmm.
0: Well, thank you so much, Uh, Buitumelo, for 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 joining us, ladies. Um, because of time, <laughs> our conversation will end here. But thank you so much for for coming through, and thank you so much for being part of this conversation. How do people reach you on social media?
3: Um, so I'll p- I'll plug WeConnect. WeConnectInternational.org. dot org. Okay. And we've got everything the face we're on all the platforms too.
0: Awesome. So it's WeConnect underscore SA, right? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Uh, Renele.
4: I'm not big on social media, um, but um, my handle, at Miss Malika on Twitter.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, Instagram and other? don't have Instagram. Oh, okay. Awesome. (laughs) As I said, I'm not big on social media, (laughs) but (laughs) Um, So, it's at Simply Bongani for my personal one. Just continue the conversation there. Um, Ask your questions. Who do you want to have on the show next? Um, What are you enjoying about the show? What do you think we... Um, she should let go off um we, we like your feedback and we love uh, producing content that uh, you gain the most from from the youth leadership platform it is good day and goodbye this is cliffcentral.com Cliff